0: One of those people who actually reads those acknowledgments pages in the back of books, especially books that I've enjoyed. Sometimes I see the names of people that I've actually met or worked with, and that's always fun. Once or twice, I've even seen my own name on one of those pages, which is amazing, but mostly. I'm just nosy. I want to see how people build and use the network of connections and support that makes really great work possible. And reading all of those acknowledgement pages, I've realized a few things. I think many of us have bigger and more varied support networks than we even realize or fully take advantage of. And for those whose networks are a little threadbare, I have some ideas on how to shore those up. All right. All right. If you want to take your seats or lace up your sneaks, we're about to get started. Welcome to the Change Academy podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, And in this show, we talk about what it takes to create healthier mindsets and habits in our own lives, as well as how we can create healthier communities and workplaces. Whether you're working on your own health and well-being or promoting healthy behaviors is your job, we're going to talk about what works, what's hard, what's needed, and what's next. Let's jump in. This episode is dropping on Thanksgiving Day here in the United States. This is a day when we're invited to give thanks. And research shows that gratitude is good for us. Taking a few moments every day to list three to five things that we're grateful for can improve both our physical and our mental health. But some methods of practicing gratitude have been shown to be more impactful than others. In their book, Burnout, Emily and Amelia Nagoski recommend a specific style of gratitude practice that was originally developed by Martin Seligman. He's one of the pioneers in the field of positive psychology. So to do this exercise, you call to mind something good that happened, something that you feel grateful for. And it could be something big, like getting a big project across the finish line, or maybe even just making progress towards that goal. But it can also be something quite small. Let's say your partner notices you're running late and makes you a cup of coffee and a travel mug to take with you. But then you take a few minutes to describe why and how this particular thing took place. Who was involved? What did they do or say? What did you do or say? What Previous actions, whether they were yours or someone else's, made this thing possible. And the point here is to reflect not just on the things that we're grateful for, but how these things fit into the larger pattern of our lives, to realize how many resources we have to draw on, whether those are our own skills or actions or the people in our life. In their book, Emily Nagoski writes about how this practice trained her brain to notice not just the positive events themselves, but also the personal strengths that she leveraged to create them and the external resources that made it possible. And in the context of today's discussion, I'm particularly focused on the people in our lives that contribute to the good things that happen to us, the things that we are grateful for, and how that circle is often much wider and deeper than we realize. How many different ways there are to offer support and to feel and to be supported. And this is why I love a really good acknowledgement page, because it's such a great illustration of this. Writing a book can be a very solitary activity, and yet it also takes a lot of people to bring a book into the world. Everyone from the agent or the publisher who recognizes that this book is important enough to invest in, to the editors and page designers and proofreaders, to the circle of colleagues, friends, and family who support and encourage writers through the process. And honestly, the same can be said of most of the big things that we work toward and accomplish in our lives, even those things that feel like we are working on them alone. But it's it's just that most of them don't have acknowledgement pages. I just love getting that peek into how writers build and use their support networks. And I'm often amazed at how robust and diverse they are, how many different things end up contributing to the end product. And it's just always so moving to see those things being gratefully acknowledged. So today on Thanksgiving Day, I want to take a moment to acknowledge some of the people in my life that I'm grateful for, sort of my acknowledgements page. And as you listen, I want you to see what you notice or what you learn about your own support network. Who are you grateful for? And have you told them recently? But also, where might there be gaps? Where might your support network need a little building out? So I need to, of course, start with my partner, my family, my personal friends who really don't overlap much, if at all, with what I do all day long. And yet they still ask me about it. They're still willing to listen when I need to talk about that with someone who is totally outside of what I do all day. Those people who care more about me than my career or business. I also... I'm so grateful for a small but mighty team that helped me get things done. My assistants, Leah and Tina, Carol, who keeps me out of trouble with the Internal Revenue Service, our tech guy, Alex, who we call when our technical things break, which always seems to be on Saturday night, the folks at Cultivate Brands who keep the Nutrition GPA app running and looking so good. I have a wonderful team at Macmillan Audio who support the Nutrition Diva podcast and with whom I've now been working for over 15 years. And honestly, just about all I have built and created and work on today was built on the foundation that they helped me create. And last but not least, Brock Armstrong, who in addition to producing this podcast helped me build big parts of my current business and my career and who, by virtue of knowing me very well, but also being pretty much the polar opposite of me in every way, still regularly saves me from my own worst impulses. I'm also so grateful for what I call my business besties, a small band of other entrepreneurs, content creators, health professionals with whom I am in daily conversation, sharing resources, bouncing ideas, checking in, venting, just keeping each other sane. I'm so grateful to Bethy Campbell, Cassie Christopher, and Molly Watts. And yes, you do recognize those names. They've been on the podcast many times. And there are also so many other business friends and colleagues that I'm not in constant conversation with like those three, but whose input and friendship I value so greatly, Kathy, Stephen, Amy, Jody, Kira, Cheryl, all of you. There are also a few people that I've hired. I've paid good money to coach or counsel me through various challenges and opportunities. Um, this year, that included to Cora Davis of the Creator's Law Firm, who came to the rescue and I needed some help with a legal issue related to some intellectual property that I own. And also, Stacey Harris of Uncommonly More, who's been working with me very closely lately on content and business strategy, including a lot of what you're hearing on this podcast. There are also collaborators that I'm so grateful to have people who have invited me to appear on their podcasts or teach inside their programs or their memberships, or some of them I've teamed up with to create something completely new. And this year, that included Yuna Jada of the Food We Need to Talk podcast. Greg Clunas of the Tiny Leaps Big Changes podcast, Jen Sullivan and Lisa Waltuk of Encore Retreats, Kelly Howard from Fit is Freedom, and David Katz, with whom I'm currently working on a, on a new project. But when I think of my support network, the people that I'm grateful to, I also think of people that I don't actually know personally, but whose work has a big influence on me through books that I've read or podcasts that I listen to. And and that list is too long to read here, but I'm particularly thinking of a couple of writers who consistently take my ideas and turn them inside out and force me to consider completely different perspectives. That's so valuable. And I'm thinking of Tara McMullen of the What Works podcast and the writer Oliver Berkman. Of course, I'm grateful to my clients, both past, present, and future, (laughs) who not only make it possible for me to do what I do by enrolling in programs or hiring me as a coach or as a speaker, but from whom I just every day learn so much and derive so much satisfaction from the work that we do together, whether that is in small groups or one on one. And then finally, I have to acknowledge the people who listen to this podcast. So you, you, and all of you who have sent emails or voicemails or buy us the occasional coffee, those of you who have shared the podcast with your friends or your colleagues, knowing that you find this podcast useful, that you're willing to take 20 minutes out of a day to spend with me. And hearing that this podcast has inspired or supported some of you to make really big changes. That's what makes it worthwhile to continue to do this month after month. So thank you to you. Okay. It's your turn now sometime over this Thanksgiving weekend, or if you don't live in the United States, just the regular weekend, I want you to write the acknowledgement page for the book of your life or, okay, let's scale this down a little bit, just for this chapter of your life. And you know what? You could publish that acknowledgement page if you want, or maybe just share it with the people who are on it. And use this as an opportunity to consider where the gaps in your support network are and how you might shore those up. Another interesting thing you might want to give some thought to is whose support network you are a part of and the ways in which you support them. Whether or not they are currently acknowledging that, this too might be a much wider and more varied list than you ever suspected. Or you might be moved to get a little bit more creative about who you might support and how you could support them. Because thinking about the ways, whether small or large, that you can contribute to someone else's success or best work or growth, that is a great way to build the circle of people who will support you in doing your best work. I'd love to hear what this episode or this exercise knocks loose for you. And thank you for being you for being here with me today. I'm truly grateful. All right. Thanks, everyone. This has been the Change Academy podcast with Monica Reinagel. Our show is produced by me, Brock Armstrong. You'll find links to everything Monica mentioned in today's episode in our show notes, as well as on our website at changeacademypodcast.com, where you can also send us an email or leave us a voicemail. If you're finding this podcast helpful, we hope you'll subscribe or even better, give our show a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. Or, best of all, share this episode with a friend or colleague you think would enjoy it. Now here's to the changes we choose.